All right, welcome back to another episode of Sports Pulse Podcast. Uh, Nick, unfortunately, about 10 minutes ago, I looked outside and it was flirty. So, no, it was not. what? Yeah, yep. I mean, my, 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 I, mean I know we live like 10 minutes from each other, but like, there's flirting <laughs> by my house. I don't um, see no While I was eating lunch. Don't do that to me. I, I'm just saying, uh, you know, this morning, luckily, I was able to, you know, go out and I, uh, you know, ran for four miles, um, you know, and it was it was cold, but it didn't feel that bad. But uh, apparently it's cold enough for some flurries. And I don't like to see that. No, uh, I don't either. You know, how, how have you been doing? Uh, this is my first like weekday off in like three weeks or so. So it's a bit different. I've kind of been slouching around the house. I'm pretty I'm OK with it, though. It's nice to just kind of relax today. So I'm doing pretty good. Good. Uh, I know we have a lot to talk about. Um, we won't be able to fit it all into this episode. Uh, obviously, for those of you who don't know, um, the NFL free agency has officially started, um, marking the new beginning of the NFL season, technically. Um, and uh, it has been a crazy two days so far. Uh, so, you know, there's not, you know, we can't cover everything, like I just said, but, you know, we'll give you some stuff today, you know, Maybe some more stuff on uh, Thursday, and yeah, we'll go from there. Oh, man. I mean, it's crazy in a bad way. I mean, it's crazy in a good way because I love seeing all the action, but if it was just any other team getting everybody, I would be okay with it. Yeah, so uh, let's just go right into it. What's the first one that you want to you know talk about? We have to cover what I was just moaning about, and that would be um, the New England Patriots hauling in <laughs> everybody. Uh, just to go over some of their bigger signings um, real quickly, they did re-sign Cam uh, earlier this week. Uh, Nelson Aguilar, oh no, I guess that was last week, late last week. Um, Nelson Aguilar signed a two-year deal. They got Hunter Henry early this morning, I think, right? Yep. They got Johnny Smith yesterday. Um, they got Matt Judon, uh, Jalen Mills, and Davin Gutchuk. Yeah. Yeah, that's so, uh, uh, a lot of talent. Look, and you know, this is kind of funny because uh, if you guys have recalled, um, Nick and I have both said that, wow, nobody's going to want to play for New England. Holy crap, did they prove us wrong? Uh, yeah. You know, Bill Belichick basically came out uh, of, the, uh, of the season and just said, here, take my money. Um, look, I, I'm not a huge, I mean, I used to be a really big Cam fan. Um, after he got all of his injuries and his play kind of declined, I'm not a huge fan of, uh, you know, of Cam Newton. But obviously they believe that they can, you know, do something with him if they add pieces. So they went out and they got some guys that, that you know, they think uh, are, you know, good playmakers. And honestly, I have to tend to agree. Every single signing that they have made, um, you know, I've really liked. I, you know... I'm not a huge Nelson Aguilar fan, but he's a good route runner. Um, you know, he's he's a pretty good you know deep ball receiver, um, and I think even though Cam Newton's not the most accurate of quarterbacks, I believe that you know giving him at least a better wide receiver than what he's been working with it will be good. Um, we already know that you know throughout his career, Cam Newton has kind of levitated towards throwing to the tight end. Obviously, he was. You know, gifted with the fact that he got to play with Greg Olson, um, you know, one of the better, if not, you know, well, I guess not the best tight end in the uh, 2010s, but definitely one of them. 
um, you know, for a long time. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, I, I really like the signing. I'm a huge, uh, Johnny Smith and, uh, Hunter Henry fan. I, I really like both of them. They're kind of different, um, in terms of, you know, Johnny Smith's a little bit, you know, he's not small, obviously he's a tight end, um, but he's smaller than Hunter Henry. He's a little bit more athletic. Um, you know, I think he's another guy that, you know, could push up, you know, vertically up the seams, which is always nice. And then obviously Hunter Henry is a insane red zone target. He's big boy, got great hands. So, you know, I really like that signing and, uh, for a New England defense who, you know, they're already pretty good. And, you know, this year they had, what, like nine guys sit out or something like that? Yeah, something um, like that. They had a lot of guys opt out because of the pandemic, but they should be getting all those guys back. Although, I'm not sure. It seems like Stefan Gilmore will not be with the team. Uh, it seems like it's trending towards that he will be requesting a trade or wanting yeah. to get out of New England. But, you know, they've added a lot of talent. Yeah, and even, even if they do lose Gilmore, honestly um, – I don't want to say it's not terrible. They still have JC Jackson who uh, had a crazy year last year. Yeah. Um, you know, I think he was kind of underrated as one of the top corners in the league. Um, you know, I really like Jalen Mills. You know, I think he's what, 26 years old. He's been on a pretty not great defense for the Eagles, um, but he's a good player. You know, I like his athleticism. He's a pretty decent tackler also. Um, he's played corner, he's played safety. So I don't really know what they're going to do with him. But obviously, when you have, you know, the McCourty brothers and, you know, they have uh, Kyle Duger, um, who was a rookie this past season, there's definitely a lot of flexibility with uh, with the, what they could do with Jalen Mills. Um, yeah, and they know. re-signed Justin Bethel. Yeah. And then, look, uh, Matthew Judon um, is a great pass rusher. I He's already, what, 31 years old. He didn't really get started until, you know, later into his, you know, career. And that's fine. Um, you know, he's another athletic linebacker who is going to help them, you know, pass rush, which is crazy to think about because they already have young guys such as, you know, uh, Chase Winovich, um, Josh Uchey. Like, the Patriots are, you know, going to be legit at linebacker. Obviously, they're going to get uh, Dante Hightower back. So it'll definitely be fun to watch them. And then, um, you know, you said uh, Devon uh, Gashout has a great signing for them. Um, you know, ever since Vince Wilfork left, I feel like they haven't been the strongest up the middle um, in the interior on the defensive line. Um, that's a really good add for them. You know, he's kind of another guy that he always – he's just really consistent. He always does his job. Um, so I think that was another great signing for them. I, I don't know – how you feel about it, obviously, the Patriots are not one of our favorite teams, but no. uh, you can't ignore the fact that this was a, a you know, a really good, you know, one, two days, you know, span for them. Yeah, I mean, like you said, that was only the first day. I mean, they got Hunter Henry this morning, uh, and I'm sure today will be just as crazy. Like I said before we even started recording, I'm sure uh, someone will get signed uh, before we're done recording. It's about 1.40 p.m. Eastern time here. Um, so I'm sure even before this episode airs that there will be a bunch of free agent signings that we'll have to go over on Thursday. But uh, with that being said, props to Bill Belichick. This is something that he doesn't usually do, uh, which is go out and spend a lot of money in free agency. He likes to draft his kids and home grow them on his practice squad. And so that's the Bill Belichick way. This is uh, out of the ordinary. And as a Patriot hater, 
Uh, it's just not fun to see, but you know, hats off to them. They got some really, really good talent. Um, like I said, I'm a big Johnny Smith fan. I liked him last year. Uh, he was even on my fantasy team in our league. Uh, I think he's a very athletic tight end. I don't think he's top three in the league, but he might be top five. Um, I really like him. Uh, but getting back to what you said, I've never been a Cam fan, obviously, when he was in Carolina as a Falcons fan. Mm. I never really liked him. Uh, I think he has a strong arm. I think he throws uh, one of the heavier footballs in the league, but I don't think he's a very accurate quarterback. And like you said, with all the injuries, uh, you know, and he got COVID last year, and then he just never looked um, that great last year. So, uh you know, they did add all these weapons. Uh, never been a huge Nelson Aguilar fan, although I like what he did in uh, Vegas last year. I thought he kind of had a breakout year uh, playing with Derek mm-hmm. Carr and John Gruden. Uh, so that will be interesting. Uh, not sure if Nikhil Harry is still going to be on the team, so he might be the lone receiver, but there is still a lot of uh, receiver talent. There's Galladay. Juju's still there, so it would be yeah, fun to see if someone one of those guys goes with them. And they still they still have uh, Jacoby Myers, who you know I think was probably their best wide receiver, and he's a he's a bigger guy, you know I think he's like six three, so you know pairing him up with Nelson Aguilar is probably not a terrible idea. Yeah, I agree. Um, they've solved the tight end problem. That was uh, they had a bunch of they've had a bunch of nobody since Gronk um, retired. Now he came out of retirement, but uh, solving tight ends problem. They have two of some of the best tight ends in the league: Hunter Henry, Johnny Smith. Uh, I do like Hunter Henry as well. Uh, I liked how he played last year with Justin Herbert. Uh, Herbert also has a strong arm. He's kind of like Cam, although Her- Herbert's a lot more accurate. He's just not as athletic as Cam. Uh, defensively, I know you briefly mentioned that they had uh, nine or ten guys sit out because of the pandemic. Uh, and they'll be getting those guys back, and they also added a lot of players. I'm a big Matthew Judon fan. I like what he did in Baltimore last year mm-hmm. uh, in the last couple of years. I know he said it took him a while. He waited till his in the late 20s to kind of break out, but 31's not old. Uh, it's getting there, but it's not old yet. Uh, you're kind of in that prime, you know, that 28 to 32 range. Uh, Justin Bethel, they re-signed him. I like Justin Bethel. I think he's a good depth corner. Uh, I do like Jalen Mills, although uh, he was on that Super Bowl winning team that the Eagles had back in 2018, I think. Uh, yes. Yeah, I do like him. Uh, he's athletic. Uh, I liked – I was he was one of the only Eagle defenders that I liked last year, the way he played. Um, so I think it's a good signing for them. Uh, they added a lot of depth to the defensive line, which is a place that Belichick usually is good uh, at, you know, drafting. He's had a lot of good defensive linemen recently uh, and over the years in his uh, tenure there. Uh, But I would like to not see them be as successful this year, but it's kind of hard to uh, argue the talent that they've had because, you know, I want to see what the Dolphins are going to do. They have a couple of good draft picks. I like the Bills. I like both those teams. Uh, I thought we were over the Patriot era for a while, but it might be coming back. But really, it's all going to depend on how Cam plays at quarterback. They can add all the offensive talent they want. Uh, I would not be shocked if they drafted a quarterback either. Cam's only there for another year. Uh, But it's really going to – their success is going to come from that quarterback play, and I'm just not a huge Cam Newton fan, so I'm not sure if they're going to be very successful. But I think they'll have a winning record this year. Yeah, you know, it's it's so tough. You know, I I think – you know, part of me wants to see Cam succeed only because, you know, I used to, I used to love him in college. I, I liked him when he was on Carolina. When he first, you know, when he first, you know, came out and he, he kind of took the league by storm, he could throw the ball, you know, 60 yards down the field, and then he could just, you know, just run over people. Um, you know, obviously still, you know, the rushing abilities are still there. But ever since he had that uh, that shoulder surgery and, you know, all the foot problems in Carolina, honestly, he hasn't looked the same since – 
you know, 2015, 2016. Um, it's kind of a long shot, um, you know, which is, you know, I think it's cool that the, obviously they're going to try and give them a chance with, you know, all these receivers or, you know, not receivers, weapons, excuse me, because they're not all you know, receivers. But like you said, I don't know if it pans out. Um, you know, like they say, you know, Rome isn't built in a day, uh, but apparently Patriots are trying to do that in all, <laughs> all in one day. Um, they they came close to already breaking the guaranteed money in a singular offseason in one day. Just just put it out there. Um, so that's pretty impressive, but also scary at the same time. Yeah. Moving on. What do we got? Uh, I believe we'll briefly cover a team that you mentioned before we started recording that will probably make a big splash um, moving forward in free agency. So we'll move to the Jets. Uh, they had one real bigger signing. They agreed to a three-year, $37.5 million contract with the Tennessee Titans wide receiver Corey Davis. Uh, if Sam Darnold is still there, I do like this signing, but I want to hear your thoughts first. Um, look, I... Obviously, I'm a Giants fan, um, but we live in a, you know, a, a town and, you know, a region of New Jersey where that a lot of, you know, people we know are, are Jets fans. Uh, I turned on NFL Network this morning and uh, they were the team that was being talked about. It, it's going to be interesting. Uh, obviously, you know, with Robert Salah, you know, the new head coach, they are, you know, trying to make a change. And regardless of who who is at quarterback, um, you know, come, you know, opening day for them, uh, or opening week, uh, they're going to have at least two decent big wide receivers that can go up and make plays in, uh, you know, Corey Davis and Denzel Mims on the defensive side. And this is, uh, you know, a signing I really like, they got Carl Lawson, um, you know, former Cincinnati Bengal who really had a breakout year, um, this past year with like 32 quarterback hits. Um, he's another, you know, really athletic guy. The Jets have for years, and I mean, we're talking like well over a decade, have been a team that's run a 3-4, you know, uh, since, you know, Rex Ryan used to, you know, be the head coach and stuff. Um, you know, back when it was Mark Bart Sanchez. Scott and, you know, all them. And, uh, you know, so it'll be interesting to see. Carl Lawson, obviously, being an athletic defensive end, is going to fill in well at the 4-3 um, slot. And, uh, you know, they obviously have Quinn Williams, who's a great defensive tackle, which is good. Because in a 4-3, obviously, your defensive line is the run stoppers. And, uh, you know, your linebackers are supposed to be your playmakers. Um, they already have C.J. Mosley, but they don't really know what they're going to do with him. Um, because they did go ahead and they agreed to terms with uh, former Detroit Lion linebacker Gerard Davis, who I'm a really big fan of. You know, Nick, I'm pretty sure you like him too. Yep. Um, you know, another athletic guy. Funny enough, though, he he actually can rush the passer really well. Um, you know, he's like I said, he's really athletic. He can cover kind of well, which is going to be important in a four three defense, obviously. Um, if anybody really wants to, you know, see what a four-three defense looks like, just go to San Francisco. Yeah, I was gonna um, say that was his old defense. Exactly. He'll be bringing it to New York. Yeah, basically, you know, with uh, you know, obviously with Fred Warner and all them. So it, it's interesting. I, I don't obviously I don't see the Jets, you know, making huge, you know, strides in free agency, but there's a good chance that you know. 
given you know Salah's reputation and the fact that regardless of who the quarterback is, you're going to have a young quarterback at the helm. Um, right now, there's a lot of speculation that you know the Jets are going to make a, a trade. Um, you know they're going to you know trade Tim Darnold and they'll pick up uh, Zach Wilson at the number two uh, slot, which I would. Unfortunately, you know, I love Sam Darnold. I would be okay with um, if you're going to start new. Um, I think Zach Wilson is a great guy to start with, um, and then kind of go from there. They also do have the 23rd pick uh, in the draft, so you know, there's a lot of needs that they need to be filled. If they can't address them all in free agency, which they can't, um, you know, they can probably double up. Um, you know, either with you know defensive, you know, edge rushers or uh, with cornerbacks. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see, but I think since, you know, a lot of teams together haven't really made, like, made a, you know, a lot of signings. Obviously the Patriots have made a lot of signings, um, but it's been mostly just big name guys right now. But for the Jets, I, these three guys at least, uh, I think it's pretty good. Yeah, I do. I like their signings. Um, I do like Gerard Davis. Uh, I've been a big fan of him since he got drafted to Detroit. Uh, I figure I would like would have liked to see him have a bigger role uh, in Detroit, but I think a fresh start with uh, a head coach that I really liked and I really want Atlanta to go sign in Robert Salah. I think he'll play well. He's still young. He's um, on the good side of thirty at this point. Um, I do <laughs> also like Carl Larson. Um, I think he was a very good bright spot last year. I think he had a breakout year, like you said. Uh, so I do like both those, and the Jets do have a lot of cap that can bring some other guys in, um, and I'm sure at the, before we end this, we will go over a lot of the bigger defensive guys that are still available, and they do have the cap to bring those guys in. Uh, I don't think mm-hmm. the Jets would be competing for anything this year, but I think you know there's they're they're young, uh, and they're signing. They are in guys. a yeah. I mean, right now the division is like kind of weak, stacked. but uh, obviously with the Patriots now making more strides. Miami and you know Buffalo are already pretty good. Uh, yeah, I, I think it's going to be tough. Yeah, I do too. Um, like you said, I don't know what they're going to do with Sam Darnold. Personally, I'm a huge Sam Darnold fan. Uh, I liked him in college. I would like to see him stay with the Jets as they're getting younger. I want to see what he can do with some actual talent. Um, I like Corey Davis. I think he was good for the Titans last year when uh, A.J. Brown missed some time. I think he stepped up really well. Uh, so I think he can play number one spot, but, you know, Denzel Mims is a bigger guy, so I think he'll stay in the number one spot. So I do like Corey Davis alongside of him. Still a mm. bunch of wide receiver talent still available in free agency, so we might see them I mean, they also, they, yeah, they also already do have Jamison Crowder, who we know has produced well for them. Yeah. So and he's I a think, good you know, they, too. yeah, exactly. Uh, so I do, I do like their signings. I would definitely expect the Jets. They have the cap to do it. They have one of the most... Uh, cap room in the NFL right now uh, because they don't have a lot of talent on the roster. Um, so mm-hmm. I would expect them to make some more signings. But you did mention uh, that C.J. Mosley, they're not going to know what they're going to do with him yet. Uh, he did opt out last year, <laughs> so we're really not sure. Uh, I think he did play a couple of full seasons with the Jets before that, but he opted out last year, so hopefully he stayed in condition. Uh, I can't imagine the Jets are going to get rid of him. They're pretty weak uh, in the middle of the linebacker side of things. So I think they'll hang on to him, but I would not be surprised if they got rid of him. They might be starting clean with a new head coach. Uh, I'm not sure, but I really want to see. I really want to see Stan Donald stay with the Jets. That's that's my big hope for him. If not, I hope he goes somewhere uh, like Chicago that has you know a team where they can compete. I really want him to try and compete uh, at this point. 
yeah on, and honestly i'm just we're just i'm gonna move right into that real quick um we'll, we'll just touch on it briefly uh obviously chicago has been a kind of a hot spot in terms of talking about quarterbacks you know we know that they're not re-signing mitch trubisky um you know there's been russell wilson rumors those rumors seem to be kind of shrinking at the moment um you know but like you said, Sam Darnold has been a name that's been linked to Chicago. And, uh, you know, I wouldn't hate him going there. I just, I don't know. Uh, we'll have to see. But one of the other names that we've heard, um, you know, kind of starting this early this morning uh, was Andy Dalton and the Bears have been in talks. Um, what do you think about that? Um... I never loved him in Cincinnati. I didn't like him last year with Dallas. Uh, we, we know how bad Dallas was last year. We know Cincinnati's not been good. Um, I don't love his arm talent. I don't love his arm strength. Uh, he's not the most accurate guy that's ever walked. Uh, but he's accurate. He can get the job done. I don't know. I feel like Chicago's in a big win-now spot, and I just don't think Andy Dalton's their guy. Um, I don't love it. I also don't hate it. I would be okay with seeing it. I'm not a Bears fan. It doesn't bother me. Um, but for the Bears' purpose, I think they're a really win-now team. Their defense, you know, that's something they've prided themselves on the last couple of years. They're good, but they're getting old. I think this is like, you know, they they got to push now. they got to get a bigger quarterback. I think Russell Wilson would be a better fit for them just because he gives them a better chance to win. I don't okay. hate it. You know, okay, I, I, I will agree with you. Uh, I just wanted to see what you thought about it. Um, look, if you're Andy Dalton, you have to understand that you are in this point of your career, but you are no longer a starting quarterback caliber. Um, you know, I I thought, like you said, he had plenty of chances to prove himself in Cincinnati, and no, it just just no. Um, you know, but I do think to that extent, he is probably one of, if not the best, backup quarterbacks in the league. Um, obviously he can get the job done, as you said. Um, and last year, surprisingly, we saw the backup quarterback market really take a hit. Um, yeah. you know, it, it became a thing that wasn't so important, but, you know, thank God. I mean, even though it didn't really work out for the Cowboys, they did have a serviceable quarterback that could, you know, at least win you some games and they made a push at the end of the season, but, like you said, it wasn't all on him. The Cowboys just were blatantly bad at points last year. So, you know, it'll be interesting. But, yeah, if you're Chicago, look, yeah, uh, you, you need a quarterback. You do. But I'm not sold on the options in free agency. I, I'm just not. So, no, I don't like any of them either. You know, I, I think in your best option, it, it's going to be – you know, trading for either Russell Wilson or for Sam Darnold. But, you know, obviously as free agency gets more involved and we head more towards this draft and everybody, you know, finishes up the pro days, I, I think then is when we're going to be seeing, you know, more with Chicago. Yeah, like you said, I don't love the, the top four quarterbacks that I have uh, that I'm reading listed are Andy Dalton, Mitchell Trubisky, who's obviously not going to come back to the Bears. Uh, Alex Smith or Jacoby Brissett, and none of those guys are win-now caliber quarterbacks. Uh, and I feel like if there was a really big quarterback that was going to hit free agency this year, they'd be signed already. Uh, quarterbacks mm -hmm. usually don't stay for very long. Uh, so the fact that none of these guys have gone means they're all going to come back up somewhere. 
Uh, besides Alex yeah. Smith, I don't think Alex Smith will sign to be a backup. I think he might just retire at this point. Uh, Brissett's a pretty good backup. Uh, Trubisky, obviously, at this point in his career, he never really became the starter what he wanted, just like Josh Rosen we saw a couple years ago. So he's <laughs> going to become a backup. And Andy Dalton, like you said, he's he's a backup at this point. Yeah. Um, moving on to, a, you know, you, you mentioned a little bit about age and, you know, winning now. Um, that brings me to my next point. I don't know if this is something that uh, you have really thought about, but the Packers. Obviously, we know that, you know, Aaron Rodgers is getting older. They did something that was really important, though, in my opinion, and they re-signed Aaron Jones uh, yes. today, which, which is huge for them. Um, you know, at 26 years old, he's really started to produce for them the last, you know, three seasons, I believe. Um, that was a good guy for them to get back, obviously, because he already knows the, uh, the system. He's done really well. And, you know, like the, the Bears, they're in a win-now situation, at least in terms of what with Aaron Rodgers. And I think that's what they're, you know, they're heading towards. Um, usually the Packers are not huge free agent players. No, but should they? They they already lost their you know their starting center in Corey Lindsley, uh, so I, I'm just interested to see your take on this. I that's I don't know. Usually, like you said, usually they're not big players in free agency. Um, it's hard for me to say that they really need something on that roster because you know they made the NFC Championship last year. Um, call conspiracy theories or not, uh, they should have won that game. Uh, so honestly, mm-hmm. they were a super caliber roster, and they brought back their top running back. Although, honestly, if they didn't bring him back, I would have loved to see AJ Dillon get that backfield. Uh, I think he would have been just fine. Uh, but I do like them signing back uh, Jones. I yeah. don't really. I mean, I believe we'll see them split carries now because of the production that Dillon had later in the season. Probably, and they also have Jamal Williams there, so they have three really good running backs. So they didn't technically have to bring him back, but I feel like if we were going to see them make any moves, they would not have signed him back to get the cap space. Um, so I don't. I mean, like I said, it's hard to say that they really have any holes anywhere to go after someone in free agency. Uh, they were they're a super caliber roster. If Aaron Rodgers plays the same way he did last year, they should be back in the same spot that they were. Um, I mean, call it conspiracy theories or not, they got unlucky, uh, a couple of really bad calls from the referees. Uh, so I really don't know. I mean, obviously they did lose their starting center. Uh, they could draft someone in the first round to take that spot. They still have their first-round pick. Uh, so I know. I, I agree. They are a win now. Aaron Rodgers isn't getting any younger. Uh, they took Jordan Love last year. But I really don't think that they have to make any moves at this point. They might make a couple of small signings to get some depth. Uh, they had injuries last year that also cost them that game at the quarterback position. Uh, so I don't know if they would bring some depth guys in there. But they also have the draft in front of them, so I really don't think they have to add anybody in free agency. That is funny. Uh, yeah, the uh, biggest or the, I guess, the most important remaining guy that they are about to lose, um, obviously they already lost their big center, um, who is probably one of the top free agent, um, you know, in the market uh, this this offseason, but uh, Kevin King, you just mentioned him, uh, his injury kind of costed them in the NFC Championship. Um, he is a free agent. He's 25 years old. I thought, you know, he's played well, um, but as of right now, he remains unsigned. Um, I don't know whether or not they he will return to them, but uh, like you said, the Packers, if, that, if there is one place on their team that is weak, I think it is their secondary. Um, obviously, excuse me, they have a very decent uh, linebacker core. Not great, but it's good. 
um, after they lost Blake Martinez. Um, their front, you know, they can they can rush the passer. Passer, wow. Um, oh yeah, we're starting early today. No, Anyways, no, uh, yeah, but uh, so it's good. Um, I I think that for me, I'm kind of in the same boat as you. I think a lot of people want them to, um, you know, be aggressive, but at the same time, uh, you know, I, I don't see them doing it. Obviously, now there could be guys that you know they want. They might go out and you know, you know, re resign or sign a center. Um, you know, you see that you know David Andrews is available. Uh, Austin Reader from the Chiefs. They could literally just you know, kind of like flip with a uh, you know, guys that are just the same caliber as a. Uh, Corey Lindsley, although in my opinion, Corey Lindsley is one of the best centers in the game. Um, so it'll be interesting. I, I really don't know. Uh, obviously, if they were looking at signing, you know, cornerbacks in the reagency, I don't really know because we already saw uh, Chidobi Awuzie, you know, former Dallas you know, Cowboy. He already signed with the Bengals. Um, I think, obviously, besides Kevin King, the best one uh, right now that I have is probably William Jackson, um, and I don't see them signing him, so it'll be interesting. There are a couple of decent guys, just so oh, yeah, no, yeah. Troy Hill. Yeah, there's uh, Richard Sherman, Patrick Peterson's there, Mike Hilton, Troy Hill, uh, Desmond King's still there, Malcolm Butler, uh, AJ Bouye, Xavier Rhodes. Yeah, so I mean, those are some of the other guys that I'm definitely going to expect to see signed somewhere. Uh, oh yeah, I, I just don't see them signing in Green Bay. Uh, I wouldn't put it past anyone. Like you said, there are a couple of other guys on here that might want to go get a ring, and I really think Green Bay has a legit shot this year. Obviously, we know what Tampa is. Uh, they don't have to add anybody to that roster. They got a bunch of their guys back. Uh, they had guys take pay cuts. They franchise-tagged. Uh, so Chris Godwin. Yep, So and they got Levante David and Shaq Barrett back. Uh, mm -hmm. They did let Dadamakin Sue walk, but I think Via Vea fills that hole uh, just fine. So... Uh, that roster doesn't need any help. We'll expect to see them back in the playoffs. But I think Green Bay's roster with one secondary help uh, across from Jair Alexander is going to be right back where they were. Yeah, so uh, moving on, I, you, I know you mentioned briefly before we started that you really want to just talk about some of the, you know, the big name signings that have happened. And um, I would love to really talk about some because I, I think there are some that, I, you know, are definitely worth mentioning. Yeah, uh, my favorite so far that I've been reading would be uh, the Titans. You know, they're a playoff team. I think they will be again this year. Uh, and they signed Bud Dupree, a guy that had a really good year in Pittsburgh last year. Uh, I really like this, but I'm just curious about your thoughts on this one. Look, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm actually, I'm, I'm with you. Uh, the Titans kind of need a guy that you know can rush the passer. Obviously... They, you know, they picked up Jadavion Clowney and he didn't produce. Um, Bud Dupree, obviously, most people know him from that super, super loud hit he had against Matt Moore a few years ago um, when he was like 22, uh, you know, rookie mistake kind of thing. He's a guy that will, you know, play all out. Uh, he's a hard hitter. He's a, he, just a solid pass rusher. He's a solid football player. And, you know, with Harold Landry III uh, already in Tennessee, I really like the pairing. You know, he did tear his ACL in December, but as of right now, you know, they said his recovery is going well. He's on track to be back for the start of the season. Um, I think, didn't they sign him to a two-year to kind of give him that leeway? 
Uh, um, I believe so. I can yeah, so I, you know, yeah. I think no, that's a three-year deal, sorry. Three-year deal, exactly. So it's even better. So even if he doesn't, you know, make a splash in his first, you know, few games or the first season even, um, the Titans are a team that I would expect to at least, you know, be in a situation where they could be making a run in, you know, the next two, three years. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I really like this. I like that roster. Uh, I do like the Titans as kind of uh, sleepers again to make the playoffs this year. Uh, I was a big Bud Dupree fan from his rookie year. I think he's really athletic. I think he is top of his class when it comes to edge rushers. I think he was the best one available. I know um, the Patriots got a couple guys, and I think Hassan Redick is still there. But besides those guys, yeah. I think Bud Dupree was uh, top of their class there for free agency. So I really like the signing for the Titans. Uh, I think it boosts another playoff caliber roster, and we'll definitely see them there again this year. Uh, yeah, um, oh, I say I was in, oh. Oh, sorry. Very good. What are you gonna say? Um, I would say one person I, I don't know if you're gonna talk about him, but I really like the signing um, is Trey Hendrickson uh, to the Bengals. Um, you know, a guy that's coming off you know 13 and a half sack season. Uh, we talked about this. The Bengals are young, and they will probably surprise a lot of people next season. Um, you know, I I just mentioned how they also just signed a Chidobia Wuzie. That's two big spots for their defense. Um, you know, with an offense that already has at least a lot of upside um, in terms of talent. So, you know, I, I like this for the you know the Bengals. Obviously, it's great. They just kind of replace, um, you know, Carl Lawson. It's kind of funny, though. They both signed uh, contracts worth $15 million per year. Um, so same value, um, you know, basically the same production. So interesting for me, but I like the signing. I like it as well. Uh, the Bengals are a team that I thought last year would make a bit more noise, but we know uh, Joe Burrow went down early. Uh, he got an injury, but you know this is a team that I like. They're young. I like Trey Henderson. He was a guy last year that you were kind of like who, and you know he came out of nowhere. He had a really good season with New Orleans. Uh, I liked him. Uh, he, you know he wreaked havoc on my Falcons. So I do like the signing for Cincinnati. I would love to see Cincinnati be good this year. They have a lot of young talent that I like. Uh, I would watch out for them. Don't think they're going to win their division. I think Baltimore is still the favorites. Uh, as I'm sure we'll talk about Pittsburgh either today or on Thursday. They're going to lose a lot of guys. Uh, but I think they'll be better than Pittsburgh. Yeah, I would, I'm would. i going to say that we'll probably save Pittsburgh for Thursday because I'm interested in two guys particularly that uh, might not resign with them. Um, so I want to see if that happens and it will kind of give them the chance to. Yeah, give them a couple things. Uh, yeah, see what happens. Um, let's see. I, they're, okay. For me, I'm kind of sad. I'm just going to touch on it real quick. Uh, I will jump into it, a guy that you know is, I think is, is worth talking about. But real quick, uh, as a Giants fan, I'm very saddened to see uh, Dalvin Tomlinson go to uh, the Vikings. Um, for people that don't know, he's a very, very, very talented defensive tackle. Um, he's been, you know, consistent every single season uh, he's played with the giants and he will only be the second best dalvin on the vikings team um <laughs> moving on though i will talk about unique ningakwe um, obviously yeah yeah he so this is a guy that you know when he came into the league he was part of that i don't know if you want to call it the fluke season for the jaguars in 2018 no that was a fluke season <laughs> yeah, I was okay. So yeah, exactly. A fluke season. Yeah, um, but Blake they, Bortles actually played well that year, so it was a yeah, fluke but, season. 
Yeah, but their defense was incredible, yeah. um, and he was part of that group, obviously with Clyus Campbell and you know just a billion other dudes. Jalen Ramsey. <laughs> Jalen Ramsey. Uh, was Boye was Boye on part of that? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, it was a really talented defense. He's a very talented pass rusher. Um, but when he went to the Ravens after who's with, he was with the uh, Vikings, right? Yes. And then he, he got traded to the you know, Ravens. He didn't really produce in the scheme. And, uh, you know, he kind of hurt his market value a little bit. Um, but I still think at 25 years old, this is a guy who has a ton of upside. Um, I, I think he could be a guy that you see at the top of the sack, you know, leaderboards. Um, the only thing that I don't really like about him is he doesn't, defend the rush very well but uh in oakland you know they're a team that does defend against the rush really well so you know adding him uh is it is good for them they get a guy that can you know rush the passer but they already have uh max crosby and stuff up there so I, I think this is a really good signing for them um you know he isn't super expensive at you know 13 million dollars per year um i think that's okay i think for that for that value, um, you know, he'll probably, hopefully, at least produce a little bit. And because he's 25, he's still young. Yeah, uh, I do like the signing. I also like him. I thought he was part of that good season that uh, the Jaguars had. Another team that lost to Tom Brady very controversially in a championship game to go to the Super Bowl, but we won't talk about that. Um, <laughs> but I do like him. I think the Raiders have a very underrated defense, and I think they'll be good this year. Uh, I hope John Gruden still gives Carr a chance. I think the Raiders, besides Darren Waller, need to add another big-time receiver. I don't hate Henry Ruggs. He's a deep-threat guy, but they don't really have a number one uh, after losing Nelson Aguilar. Not that he was the greatest of number one receivers, but he was good. Uh, but I, like I said, I think the Raiders' defense is really underrated. They had a couple rookies play really well last year. Uh, you know, They did get COVID at one point, so that kind of stopped them from making the playoffs. Uh, they're in a very, I can't say competitive division, but... You know, the Chiefs are always going to be favorites to win that division as long as Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey and Tyreek Hill are there. Um, but mm -hmm. I do like the Raiders' defense, and I think this is a really good boost to that defensive line. Yeah. Um, moving on, is there any particular person or team uh, that you would like to talk about? Uh, I just really want to touch on Ryan Fitzpatrick to the football team. Uh, I don't know how to feel about this because I really thought they were going to roll with Tyler Haneke. But I really think when when asked, uh, Ryan Fitzmagic, as uh, we call him around the house here, and when you come over, we call him Ryan Fitzmagic, um, because I really do think that he's got a couple of good years left in him. I think he's 38 at this point in his career. Uh, he's been everywhere around the league. Uh, but I think, you know, I do like the football team. I'm going to slip and almost call them the, the other name. Um, but, you know, I think the football team's offense is a bit underrated. I think their O-line needs a bit, a bit of boost, but I like uh, Terry McLaurin. I like Antonio Gibson. Uh, they had a couple of other receivers step up. I do think that if they give Fitzmagic a chance with that defense and they draft properly this year, they definitely have a chance, and I think the best chance to go win the NFC least again this year. Uh, so I do like this signing for the football team, but I don't think it's, like, good enough to touch on as much as we have the other ones. Yeah. Um, if, if if you like like uh, like NFL memes, basically, um, I think Riverboat Ron and Fitzmagic are a perfect tandem. Yeah. Um, I I really like you said. Uh, I like this sign. I really do. And uh, they have already come out that they expect him to be their starter going into the season. 
I don't hate that. Uh, obviously, now it kind of, you know, tells us what they plan to do um, in terms of quarterback. Uh, I guess they don't, I mean, unless they decide to draft a quarterback, I, I don't think so. They obviously signed, you know, Heineke and they, you know, they now they signed Fitzmagic. I, I think that this will be the quarterback room for the, you know, the uh, football team looking forward. Um, I kind of like it. You know, he's a gunslinger. He kind of the Harvard guy with the, you know, the big beard. He's just, it's just something to him. Um, you know, I, I think it'll be interesting to watch. Like you said, they have a lot of weapons um, on that team offensively and defensively. And yes, it's the NFC least. Unfortunately, my, my team isn't in that division and they're probably the least. Um, but, well, actually, you know, the Eagles exist. Yes. And the Cowboys <laughs> but, uh, this year, don't worry. Yeah, so, you know, I, I really like the signing for them, obviously. I feel like now my Giants defense will get torched even more. Um, but that's cool. Obviously, there's a lot of um, hit or miss with Ryan Fitzpatrick. He is a guy that will throw for a lot of yards. He will probably throw occasionally your four touchdown game. But this is a guy that also turns to turn, turn over the ball a lot. I was going to say, he might um, throw for four touchdowns, but he might also throw for three interceptions. So Yeah, so you have to you know kind of give a little to take a little with this guy. Um but I think, like you said, it's going to give him a chance to win because you know he's got the balls to do it, um, especially with a young receiving core that they have. And Obviously, a fast I love, receiving core. Yeah, a very, very fast receiving core. I love Terry McLaurin. I think that this is a good guy for him because you know that he'll just he'll just sling it. He'll just go, all right, nope, you're open, even though you're you know double covered. Yeah, you're he's open. not afraid to Eli Manning the ball to Odell Beckham Jr., so. God. So, uh, you know, I think this will be interesting. I really like that you uh, at least acknowledged it um, because it's a fun guy to talk about. I think, you know, it's kind of hard to hate on Fitzpatrick, Fitzmagic, if you will. Um, you know, this would be his ninth team starting for in his, I think, what, 16-year career. Yep. So uh, it's always fun in games when uh, Fitzmagic's involved. Oh, yeah. I like I like watching him. I think he's a fun player to watch for. He's a a balls to the wall kind of guy. He's not afraid to make some mistakes or throw some picks. So, uh, I think mm -hmm. it'd be fun to watch him with that fast young offense. Uh, yeah, I mean, the, oh, yeah. I was saying the last guy I just want to touch on before we end this episode. Obviously, like we said, there is so much that we haven't covered that we could cover. Um, there's so many things that are probably going on right now that we don't even know about because we're doing this. Um, I've been keeping track of it. Nothing's happened since we started. So it is. Yes. The, Two fifteen p.m. where we are right now. Where we're gonna be ending probably in the next ten minutes or so. Uh, nothing has happened. If something does, I will. I will mention it. Yeah, good, 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 good. We like the breaking news. We need that little like alarm thing that usually goes off. You know? <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyways, before I you know, deafen you guys with my voice. Uh. Look, you t you touched on it briefly. Uh, about the teams that were in the Super Bowl, the Bucks, like you said, have you know re-signed a lot of their guys. They you know got back Shaq Barrett and Levante David, huge. The Chiefs, as we know, um, if you are a Chiefs fan, you've probably been really pissed off like the last like two months because uh, your offensive line decided not to show up in the game yeah. uh, versus the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and then you release both of your offensive tackles. 
<laughs> so, um, you know, I, I know there are some people that are like, all right, whatever. There are other guys that are like, why? And you lose your center in Austin Reader. So at least they do have something they can smile about. They did sign uh, Joe Thune to, I believe, was it like a four or five year deal? $580 million. Exactly. This is a great, great signing for them. Um, they'll have him until he's age 33, which is basically like prime for your, uh, you know, your guards, your, you know, your offensive linemen. Um, this is a great signing for them. At least it gives them, a, you know, a guy that they know is reliable. Um, and they're going to also get, oh, I'm going to screw up his name. Levante, uh, Lev yeah, the, the doctor. Um, oh, the, that, the guard that they have. The guard, they're going to get him back, obviously, this year, too, which is huge for them. He's another really good player. I wish that he was you know, he played this season, but he was doing bigger and better things, helping out with the COVID-19 pandemic. So at least him paired up with Joe Thune is a great uh, thing for them. Um, looking forward. And uh, yeah. Yeah, I think uh, just briefly, I mean, obviously, that is one hole on their offensive line, but they still have others. Uh, if they don't want to get torched like they did in the Super Bowl again, and you know Yannick and Dakwe just entered their uh, division, so that'll be interesting and fun for them to watch. Uh, but just really quickly before we end, uh, briefly, I will go over the top talent at each position still already available uh, that we will definitely see uh, sign before uh, the draft. I'm assuming. Uh, so we already mm -hmm. went over quarterbacks. We had those uh, running back wise: Chris Carson, Kenyon Drake, James Conner, Marlon Mack, Leonard Fournette, also available. Uh, wide receiver-wise, you and I both touched on Kenny Gallaudet and Juju Smith-Schuster. Uh, Will Fuller, Antonio Brown, Curtis Samuel, T.Y. Hilton. Those are guys still available. Uh, tight end-wise, the only two big ones left are Gerald Everett and Jared Cook. So I'm not sure if either of those guys are going to make a huge um, difference on a roster, but it's still possible. Uh, offensive line, we have Eric Fisher, the Chiefs just released. He did tear his uh, Achilles right before... Uh, the Super mm -hmm. Bowl, Trent Williams, Alex Mack, Mitchell Schwartz, Russell Okun, David Andrews, Alejandro Villanueva, DeMar Dotson. Uh, defensive line-wise, Ndamukong Su is a guy I mentioned before that the Buccaneers let go to save some caps to sign the other guys back. Uh, Jarrell Casey, Larry Okunjobi, Lawrence Guy, Sheldon Rankins. Uh, at the edge rusher or the line outside linebacker position, uh, I mentioned Hassan Reddick before. Justin Houston, Carlos Dunlap, and Melvin Ingram. Uh, Jadavion Clowney still there. Olivier Vernon and Ryan Kerrigan. Uh, inside linebacker, Jayon Brown. He's a guy that I like. Uh, I want to see him sign somewhere competitive. Uh, KJ Wright, BJ Goodson, Eric Wilson, Kyle Vanoy, who's a guy that the uh, Dolphins surprisingly cut. Uh, we touched on cornerback already, and then safety-wise, uh, Anthony Harris, Keanu Neal, a guy that my Falcons did cut and I'm pretty upset about. Uh, Jaquiski Tart. <laughs> Malik Hooker and Tashawn Gibson are still there. Yeah, so if there's one thing to take away um, from that list is there are a lot of guys, even if they are, you know, in that 30-year-old range, I, I, there are, it's a deep it's a deep free agency. And like we said, and we, we, we had predicted this, you know, way before. Yes, we did. Um, the offseason even started. There's going to be a lot of moving around this year. Um, obviously, I think part of that is also having to do with the fact that the salary cap has been dropped, um, you know, to $182.5 million. Um, so teams are going to have to, you know, part ways with some guys that they, you know, wish they didn't have to part ways with in order to create some more cap room. Um, but it does, you know, you know, open up opportunities for some teams that maybe already had the cap room, like you said, like the Jets, um, 
you know, and it'll be interesting. Uh, I don't know if, you know, the casual listeners at home who, you know, don't really know some of these players, but uh, like we said, we're going to talk about this next, next episode, but uh, you read that list off. The first thing I heard was three different Pittsburgh Steelers that, you know, all had been at one point pretty, you know, important to their team. So uh, we've already talked about how in cap hell they are. So it'll be interesting to see within the next few days if they end up leaving. Um, you know, this is going to be a crazy off season. I expect that you know, we'll see some new, obviously some uh, new names in, in new places. And uh, it'll be interesting. I think going towards the draft, we'll definitely see a lot more movement. Um, I would expect also to see a lot of trades, um, at least maybe in terms of draft picks, um, because I, I don't know if this free agent class is going to give contenders the, uh, I don't know, the, the, I guess the options that they're looking for kind of thing. So I think that we'll see a lot of teams trading in the draft to get opportunities to get guys that will fill their holes. Yeah, and this is a very, very talented draft class. Uh, and it's very deep. We'll see starters even coming out of the third round. Uh, that'll make differences on teams, mm -hmm. uh, which we are about a month and two weeks away from the draft at this point in time. So uh, at some point, you and I are going to have to do our own mock drafts, uh, which will be fun to talk about. But uh, I think free agency is only going to get more exciting as it goes on. There might be more names that pop up. Uh, but I think this will be fun to cover. And we have quite a lot of days to do it. Yeah, so uh, I don't know. That will be it for today's episode. Like we said, there's going to be a lot happening probably within the next, you know, you know, week or so. But on Thursday, we'll kind of continue to cover, uh, you know, what we can. Um, also, coming up, but not, you know, definitely not listed as to what day it will be. Um, eventually I will be making a team, uh, my teams to look out for the MLB season, but because we are in the middle of the NFL, uh, free agency, this is something that we are going to want to cover, um, just because we've been, you know, kind of with it from the start. And then, uh, we will find our time to talk about, uh, some other things that are happening. Peace.